podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Jamie Carragher and you are listening to the Copy Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copy Podcast. It is the Fulham Preview Show, and it is Mick, as always. And today I'm joined by Dave from Dave's LFC Chat. Dave, how are you doing, lad? I'm brilliant. I'm brilliant. It's officially Christmas now, so I can say Happy Christmas to everybody. I always wait till December, although people, some of my mates will have their Christmas trees up in just at the day after bloody Halloween. But you know what I mean? It is Christmas. <laughs> it's going to be a red Christmas for the Super Reds because we're playing well at the moment. We're doing well. And any time I can talk to you, and the Reds, talk about the Reds, is absolutely beautiful. And uh, let's go. All good, but all good, mate. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll talk about, because we haven't done a we haven't done a last uh, reaction show yet. And obviously, obviously, we've got Fulham tomorrow yeah. at home. But 4-0 over, um, over last, what were, your, what were your thoughts on that? Because I thought, like, team news-wise, that was the first time I've predicted the eleven for what feels like months, because you can't really predict what Klopp's going to do. But I think because the two-lose game went the way it went, I think yeah. we all kind of expected Klopp to go a little bit stronger in this one, and he and he went very, very strong. Um, and yet, goals for Diaz, two for Gakpo, and and of course Mo Salah gets a goal and an assist in the game. Just one off two hundred now. He's on one hundred and ninety nine goals for Red. But yeah, a nice, comfortable win. I mean, it was a bit of a mad game, like a bit of a basketball game for two in and fro. It, it, and it was a Salvador Dali. It was surreal. I thought it was surreal. I thought it was an unusual game. I mean, it could have been fifteen six. You know what I mean? It could have been. We had so many chances. Okay, we scored four. We could have had. We could have had double digits. They could have had a few goals. To be fair, they played some neat and tidy football, Mick. You know, for what an Austrian team. I think they beat Salzburg recently. They did a very good win in in the league. And um, so they're no mugs. You know what I mean? They're more like this type of cup, seventy style. But I mean, like you know, look, we we did okay. We did okay. I I I was more impressed by two or three young. You might Kwanzaa. I mean, we we've been talking. We'll probably do a whole podcast on young Jarrell Kwanzaa. What a player this guy is. I mean, this is going to be unreal. Hackpo to two goals. I think he looked really good. He yes. gives us something different. Gravenberch. I mean, wow, the ceiling for these two guys. The ceiling for a lot of the youngsters. Elliot had a good game as well. Kelleher and goal. Of course, we could talk about. Quiva Keller, of course, coming back clean sheet, looked really neat and tidy. I think there was a lot of lot of um, pluses ticked in the boxes for Klopp, and he would have been happy. He wouldn't have been happy about some of the defenders, but it was a lot of gung-ho, wasn't it? It was like the old 17-18 season. We were going forward, looking for goals. You can understand it. Uh, uh, Salah was on 198 going into it, looking to probably get his 200 goal that night. He got one of them, but you know. But overall, I mean, you'd have to be happy. And the big plus as well, a lot of people didn't realise was, if you win, if you finish top of that group, you're not seen till March, and you, yep. you miss out on having to play a team from the Champions League in the last 32 in a, in a double playoff, which is messy. It's two games you don't need to play. That's why I was hoping we get it done and dusted at Anfield. And the next game, okay, dead rubber, but we, we play. You play young lads, you know, in in, the, in against GS or whatever. What is their mad crazy name, Giroud or Saint Giroud? <laughs> you play a crazy team against them, and young lads will get game. Maybe Bradley, who signed the new contract recently, an extension. Yep. Connor Bradley and Chambers and all these guys will get get minutes. But overall, 
big box ticked for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think when you look at it and the, like you said, the performances that were put in, I think Kwanzaa was. Well, we might as well talk about him because wow. When when you look at it, it 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 is crazy because it was only his tenth game for us. I don't know how many starts that is. It's it's probably five fifth start maybe five fifth or sixth start ridiculous um it's it's mad and i think there's a little clip going around where obviously the um the van dyke defending where he's up against sissoko and sissoko blazes over the bar and he's defending two players and there's a moment in that game where quanta does the same and he makes a great slide and tackle and then uh kelleher grabs the ball but I mean, it wasn't just that is it's his all-round game it's i position. think it's his positional for a young lad Pace, just turned just turned yeah. 20 didn't he recently yeah. i mean you know, it's it, it's like he, he's got a he's got an intelli- he's intelligent, obviously, but I mean, like he's he's got a, he's got a big frame as well, Mick, for a centre half. He's pacey, he's intelligent, he's 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 calm in possession, a bit like an Alan Hansen type. You can talk about Van Dyke two point oh. I don't, I'm not mad about putting that type of pressure on a young lad like that. No, you know what I mean? I, I think it's a silly sort of thing to do, but he's got that about him. He's got everything for him, and obviously head and his shoulders, peer group around them, and it just has to keep it going, keep rocking and rolling. He only signed a new uh, contract extension in the summer, I think. But this guy's ceiling is ridiculous. This guy's ceiling is going into the attic. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It's, and it's, it's, I think it's similar to like what you, when you're looking at Liverpool to start the season, you don't really know what to expect. But then Liverpool don't sign a six, I guess, that, we, that might come back to haunt us potentially when you get towards yeah. the latter stages of the season, potentially. We look like in January, we, who knows? Well, yeah, exactly, and it looked like we, it looked like we needed the centre half as well. I think that's the most important thing. We looked like we were a bit short there, and then you've got Klopp's always leaving the pathway open for these young kids. And I think Klopp said he left the door open for him, but he didn't expect for him to burst through it just that in the way that in the fashion that he has and these performances putting in is it's just it's like you said. I agree. It's, oh. It's too easy to put loads of like loads of praise and whatever on him, but you want to have a like step back and go. This is still a kid who needs. He's got a lot of work to do and stuff. But what he's producing so far in the ten games he's played is just absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal. And I think going into like you said the USG games and other cup games coming up potentially, you can get more performances in there. So it's all good stuff for him. Um, so let's talk about tomorrow then Sunday. I keep forgetting it's Saturday today. Um, and yeah, back at Anfield. Yeah, like we. We discussed before we started recording. Liverpool doing really well, really well in the league. I think, like I said just before, like you didn't really know what to expect this season with Liverpool with the t- players leaving, Firmino and Milner and players like that, and then Henderson and Fabinho getting off uh, by their own accord, and Liverpool having to just go yeah. on the mat and have some key old surgery and basically restructuring the whole midfield. And it's been, it's been, it's been boss, hasn't it, Dave? Because I haven't, I haven't spoken about this season yet. So, what are, you, what are your thoughts so far? Like thirteen games in, two points off the pace. Well, to be honest, I'm a little bit surprised. I, I, I think we're a little bit ahead of ourselves that I thought we would have been, Mick. This coming up around Christmas, you know, I didn't think we'd be probably so far advanced as in the midfield gelling and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because it was a big rebuild in the summer and it was an important rebuild. And I thought maybe this would be a transitional year, you know, big transitional year. Top four would be the, the dream to get back into that top four, one or two good cup runs and stuff like that, you know. But we're looking good. Now, it is early still. I know it's not even Christmas at this stage, but you have to say in the games that have gone, we've looked really good. Home form's been absolutely brilliant, which to be fair, has been really brilliant since Klopp came in, other than maybe that season when we'd nobody in the ground during COVID and stuff, which you can probably write off. But the home form was never an issue for me, really. Um, It's the away form. It's a bit sticky still, a little bit sticky. If we could just manoeuvre it 10%, 15% this way, that way, 
we were unlucky against Spurs. I mean, that was, you know, yeah. you can write, you could, there'd be a movie made about that one. That, that was, you know, unlucky. <laughs> the Luton game, I don't think we turned up. More praise to Luton than anything. We did well to come away with that with a dry top. We were losing that game. You know, certain games could have went either way and stuff like that. But you can't nitpick. It evens itself over 38 games. And where we are right now, I'm really impressed. I think there's obviously the gelling has worked really well. I know McCall look, McAllister's been told to play opposition. So we can't really judge. He's not a six. He's you know, yeah. he's not he's an eight really. He can play ten. He's that type of thing. I don't we think do Endo's a six. six either. We do need a six. We do need a six. <laughs> what? I don't think Endo's a six either, just from what we've seen so far. I think Endo played well the other night, actually. He played well. well. I think he had a decent game the other night, you know. Um, no, but I still think we need a six. Maybe, maybe Santa Claus will have one under the tree in, in a, a late Christmas gift in January. Who knows? You know, who knows? Remember the famous, the famous Van Dyke under the Christmas tree with the jersey. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Who could forget yeah, that Christmas forget that. present? Yeah, yeah, you know. But I mean, look, now I think we're 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 ahead of ourselves, a slightly a few percentage points ahead of ourselves, and in a really good position. Just got to keep it going. But a few injuries starting to build up a little bit. I think Alison Becker, obviously. Callagher coming in for him. I know it's not a long-term thing with Ali. Hope, probably hope, hopefully only two, three weeks. Maybe even back for United. Touch wood. But the likes of a Jota. Jota's injury looks a bit more serious. I think you're looking at January there. Yeah, yeah. And if you've looked at Jota, remember when he came into us and he was banging in the goals, left, right and centre. He got that injury, remember? And he, it took him a while to get back to that level of getting banging in. And then he came back there this season and was banging them in again and got that injury again. So there's a niggle with Jota. Tiago's Tiago. I mean, I don't know what's going on there. It's a long term. Biasetic, young Stefan Biasetic is a loss. I mean, people keep, yeah. keep saying it, but that's a big loss. And of course, Robbo's a huge loss. So we have a few injuries. I'm just hoping we don't get any more injuries. But the squad is looking really good. It's looking tight. It's full of quality. Even the bench, Jude or night. You knew if there was any problems. That's the difference, I think, this season, Mick. We've got a bench. We've got oh, a yeah. proper bench. We've, we've got the Calvary on the bench if we're in trouble. You know, that's yeah, huge. Yeah. Exactly, and I think just what I was saying on Endo there, like I think, like you said, McAllister's is not a six, so it's still performing well. I think Endo, from what I've seen, he, he loves a tackle and whatever, but it seems to be his passing and his progressive passing that has been impressing me most in yeah. terms of it, not as defending as such, which is a bit mad. But I think there is a space there if if Liverpool don't go on the market, if Bacetic does come back, and we're clearly giving Bacetic more time because his, his body's still growing and whatever. But what we've seen last season from him in a poor Liverpool side, he looked very good. So. If he can get his body right in maybe the next six weeks, two months or whatever, and come back into the side, and I mean, in this side where you've got Sabozlai and you've you've got Curtis Jones, you've got Gravenberg, you've got all in players making like doing the dirty work around you and, and helping yeah. you out. I think last season when he was in there, he was on his he was on his bill trying to trying to make tackles covering the, covering the whole centre of the field. So it's going to be nice to see Stefan Bajetic back in whenever he comes back in. But um, you mentioned like the home form, and when you look at like the home. Table, um, I mean, just a bit of a, a mad one. But when you when you look at it, awesome Villa at top after six games, six home games, both on eighteen points. Newcastle played seven there on eighteen points. So the home form's not the issue, but it, it is the away form. Like like we said, like ten yeah. points from seven games. I think that's something that needs to be changed. But luckily for us, Fulham is our home. And then you're looking ahead. You've got you've got Sheffield United away. You've got Palace away. You've got USG away. And then you're getting into the United, West Ham, and Arsenal six-day marathon just before Christmas. All, all at home. That's going to be it's going to be an exciting run up to, towards Christmas. But what what are you thinking for for team news for this one? Then because, like you said, some of the injuries we already know, like Allison and Jota are out. Um, Gakpo played well against Lask and played the majority of the game. Does that say Nunes is going to start? I don't know. But what think, what are I you think thinking Nunes for this starts, one? I think I think Nunes is nailed on for tomorrow. I think he's nailed on. 
I think Nunes has to start. I mean, he did well when he came on. He could have had a hat-trick. He could have had yeah, yeah. a captain chaos when he came on. You know what I mean? He needs to start games, uh, Mick. You know yeah. what I mean? I know I know people. I heard Klopp in his interview yesterday when you, were, you listened to his, his press conference, but he was saying, like, you know, we know Klopp doesn't talk about an 11. He talks about the squad. He talks about the group. You know, he talks about his boys. He doesn't really talk about an 11. But in his mind, he's probably thinking about an 11. He has to be thinking about an 11 to start an 11. But the way he's saying is, oh, but they're all there. You know, we bring five subs on. We can do this. We can do that. But I think Darwin starts tomorrow. Obviously, Keller is in goal because Allison's out injured. Um, I think Van Dijk comes back in. Um, the question is, though, Matip, Kanate, Kwanzaa, there's a bit of a... I think Matip's been doing well recently, yeah. to be fair, hasn't he? I think Matip's I think... been doing really well. I I wouldn't be surprised if it was Matip, Van Dijk, uh, Trent and uh, Simicus, who's been doing well. He's been doing really well, actually. Yeah. So that'd be that'd be my my back uh, four with the keeper. Yeah, yeah. I think when you just look at the City game, um, so the City game we had Allison, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Simicast, Jones, McAllister, Zaboslai, Salah, <laughs> Nunes, Jota. I think the only change from that is the enforced change, and I think it's Diaz in for Jota. I think maybe he goes yeah because we're at home because he's a bit more uh, I guess ball carrying skills and maybe link up around the box and stuff <clears throat> and then I think Joel Matip deserves to start I think just on merit alone yeah. I've been surprised especially that City game I thought Canate was nailed on but Joel Matip's back to his um going on an adventure best and, and, and performing well so I think I think that would be the only Change for me, um, Diaz in for the injured Jota. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you'll go. You'll go, McAllister, Slobosoy. Obviously, with with John, I think he likes Jones, doesn't he? He likes that bit of nitty gritty in midfield as well. Jones will be back in, and of course up front, Mo Salah. We can talk about Mo now in a minute. I suppose on one nine nine, will he get two hundred against Fulham? I think he will. I think he will get two hundred, possibly even two hundred one. Who knows? But he definitely break the two hundred mark. And uh, Nunes, I think starts. I think he has to start. And then of course Diaz, lovely header, a Mane esque header during the night, of course. That'd be my team. Yeah, yeah, I think, and we might as well talk about Salah then, because yeah, 199 goals is wow. just it's it's mad. It really is. It's mad. Um, but yeah, I think the amount of people I've seen on on Twitter putting Mo Salah to score and to get a yellow card because he's going to take his shirt off because he knows. I think I've always thought in the past does does Mo keep like a track of his record? <laughs> but he clearly does. Um, I so I mean, he, he has. I, that I, shirt I, might I, come I, off. Yeah, remember it was the two seasons ago he was playing. They were playing in um in some camp in, in in France or something, and he won the bloody. I think it was table tennis tournament. He's there with the he's there with a little table tennis trophy as if it was the bloody golden boot. You know what I mean? He wants to win everything. He wants to win. He even wants to win a cracker pole at Christmas. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He'd be yeah, sitting at the table pulling crackers. He wants to be the one with the prize. That's the type Mo Salah is. You know, he's a winner, and that's why he's so good. And I mean. When you think of it, Mick, I mean, we I've seen, like, I'm, I'm an old elder statesman, but I've seen, you know, great players. Kenny Dugish, Ian, I mean, Ian Rush's record as a goal scorer is absolutely, was 387. or It's just, it's just mind-blowing. But remember, he was an out-and-out striker. Most of a winger, really. You know what I mean? He's not an out-and-out striker. He's really a winger. And he'll be talked about forever, you know, and you'll only realise how good he was when the void, when the, when you have to fill that void and it's not, no matter what you say, you can talk about Mbappe and all this, that doesn't mean it's going to work. That's a hard void to, he's never injured. He's never injured. He's never injured. I think he's been injured like maybe is it twice or three times. I think one of them was COVID. I think he do, had do, you remember the, do you remember the ad for Christmas time? Do you remember the ad for the Ever Ready battery where he put the battery in the, in the little, um, the little teddy bear and he ran around forever? Salah <laughs> should do an Ever Ready ad. And never ready yet. <laughs> because he just runs, he's full of energy, 
He's never, you know, everlasting. Everybody else, the batteries on him are working for you. Know, just unbelievable. And and yeah, he's up there. He's up there. Has to be up there. Liverpool legend. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think just when you look at like the goal scored in like 199, um, he's in fifth place in the all-time Liverpool chart for goals. Uh, yeah. Billy Little is fourth on 228. So, I mean, he's if he's gonna, st- I mean, he might break that this year if he if he fancies it, but. It, it then comes down to what's going to happen, of course, next summer. That's kind of died down a little bit, of course, after the mad summer that it was. Um, but yeah, just ridiculous, ridiculous stats. Really, when you the more the more you look at it, the more you're just thinking, how is this? How is it real that he's, he can perform to that to that level for so long? Like, um, to 324 Liverpool games, 199 goals, and 80 assists. It's, yeah, um, yeah, it's mind-boggling. It really is. But yeah, you wouldn't put it past them to. To get one and then get a second one maybe in the second half just to just to breeze into the two hundreds with with ease. Hopefully he does that tomorrow against Fulham. Um, well, I mean but, his home record is ridiculous, isn't it? His assist and goal scoring record at home and Anfield. I think he's on some bloody run, isn't he? He's on some crazy run. Yeah, yeah. For assist, for assist, continuous assists and you know and goals. He's on yeah. an unbelievable run, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's that many stats that Salah's got, like continuous ones and ones that he sometimes breaks, sometimes doesn't. Um, you just lose track. But I think, yeah, even this season, like the amount of like goal contributions and stuff is just, again, ridiculous. Uh, but Dave, we come to score prediction. What are, what are you thinking? Tomorrow, um, I'm yeah. going to keep it nice and easy. 2-0. 2-0 to Liverpool. Mo Salah to break the record. And Darwin, chaotic Nunes to make it 2-0. <laughs> yeah, I've gone. For, I've gone. For, I'm gonna go for three. I think. Um, yeah, fancy motor. Even if it's a pen. Even if it's a pen, I'll take I it. Don't and care then what it is. Take, takes a shirt off. Does a little ah. little pirouette with it. Whatever he fancies, just to get, just yeah, get the United. The Remember, he scored against United. The second goal when he ran through the Allison kick and took the top off with the yeah, six yeah. pack or twelve pack, whatever that is. That's you know what I mean? Pack, yeah. Twelve. Pack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Let's hope he can. Let's hope he can do it. Let's hope the Reds can do it as well tomorrow. To yeah, to keep this what a good season going so far. I don't want. I don't want to like say an amazing season and whatever, just because we're so early and, and whatever. And you've got Arsenal up there, you've got you've got City up there, of course. So Liverpool just need to quietly go about the business and try and stay under the radar as much as we can without causing too much fuss. And um, and when, when we get to the crunch time, I know Liverpool have got the players and the. It's a, it's a season of showing character and mentality this season, and hopefully because we've got the quality, we know that. But we need Do to. You know what? thing Mick before we go and just could be good news for Liverpool of course and um, there's an excitement back with Klopp I don't know whether you've noticed his um his, his interviews and the bit of laughter yeah, and yeah, the joking definitely. and there's, there's there's a like a freshness with Klopp in the last few months with this team obviously the players and the, the way they've gelled and the way they're winning games obviously if you're winning it's great obviously but there's a there's a there's even in some of the comments he's making even yesterday the boys are back and this type of thing I wouldn't be surprised that he's so happy with what he's seen. If you add another one or two, maybe January next summer, that he might even extend. And then there's a possibility that Salah might extend with him. Now that'd be a double whammy. That would be. I mean, that's like the, that's what dreams are made of. That's the that's the best Christmas <laughs> that's present you ever get. Carlsberg dream, isn't it? That's yeah, Carlsberg. Yeah, double whammy, Carlsberg. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's a I think it's a different difficult one because I think Klopp's like he's we all know he's quite a loyal guy, and he so I think he would yeah. have been worried about like not giving Hendo minutes and like Fabinho's decline and whatever. And they've made the decision for him. He's brought in fellows who are doing doing amazing stuff and running running their ass off every game and showing quality and we're up there start of the season. So he, he couldn't have been asked for a better start of the season from us. So I'm sure he's absolutely um buzzing with it all. 
over yeah, yeah. yeah. But Dave, we, we we shall leave it there, nice and easy and nice and quick one on a on a um, freezing Saturday morning ahead of tomorrow's game. But nice one for jumping on, lad. Appreciate it. No, listen, I should do more. I, I have a few personal things to sort out. If anybody knows, I usually go used to go live a lot, but I will go live an awful lot more, of course. But happy Christmas to all the cowboys, uh, lads who watch and lassies who watch this show. Have a great Christmas. I'm dreaming of a red <laughs> Christmas. Just like the ones that Anfield knows. Let's hope the red Christmas, Mick. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Talk soon. No worries. Yeah, nice one, Dave, for jumping on. Nice one, everyone, for listening. And yeah, we'll see you all very soon in a bit. Cheers. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copy Podcast. Podcast Network.